This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. December. Oh, I can't believe Christmas is coming so quickly. And yet we are sitting on this calm before the week 15 storm, right? So we're going to talk a little football this hour, NFL style. We still have more to get to Lakers Celtics here momentarily, but some QB news plus your chance to ask Amy anything, always part of the Hump Show. So you can do that on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page too. A lot of you sending your questions with holiday themes, but not all of you. And in addition, while you're there, you got a couple of jobs. I need you to do some homework, okay? I bet you can do it. It was really difficult for us to select the four candidates for TD of the week. In fact, many of you have come back with your other candidates, and and we agree. They were amazing as well. Tua, and well, it wasn't Tua, it was Tyreek Hill, but Tua was watching and providing a screen as Tyreek picked up a ball that squirted out of a scrumble. Don't ask me how it got, it got clean and free, and he skirts around Tua and goes up the right sideline for a touchdown. Maybe the strangest touchdown you'll ever see from Tyreek Hill. How about Mike Williams? In fact, NFL Network was just re-airing Sunday Night Football. Mike Williams with the toe tap in the back of the end zone, catching a ball, a bullet, really, from Justin Herbert when the Chargers beat the Dolphins. We had Ezekiel Elliott not getting stonewalled at the goal line by the Texans, but with 41 seconds to go, getting into the end zone for the go-ahead slash game-winning touchdown. Although there was a pretty sweet Tony Pollard touchdown in that game as well. It's difficult to leave any of these out. Trust me, we have a hard time with it every week. So because of that, we would like you to vote for TD of the week because we work so hard to put these candidates together. And we even had to leave out Patrick Mahomes with the underhand flip to Jarek McKinnon, who goes 56 yards. We always like your write-in votes, but we're definitely thinking that we pick the best four. It's our opinion, though. So check it out as well while you're on Twitter or Facebook. And then last thing, Eminem dropped a new music video. Would you like to play some of the music? You have to go see the video on Twitter and Facebook, but Jay's got the soundtrack to our Eminem video, the new Eminem video. Perfection. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Sounds like he's clip clopping with his hooves, doesn't it? 
feel like I'm at like a festival. <laughs> you didn't know I had musical talents with a jar of M&Ms, did you? <laughs> so we want your guesses. We're cutting it off when, Producer Jay? When are we putting the kibosh on your estimates for the number of M&Ms in the jar? I guess six days from like right now. Or right now? Immediately, like or exactly right, so six when I days. Posted it, yeah, tw- one week from the post. So that's the official cutoff. Whatever the timestamp okay, on so the Okay, so it would be is. Tuesday morning next week, which if I'm not mistaken, Tuesday morning is the 20th. I could be wrong, but I'll check. Yes, Tuesday morning, the 20th. Okay, so that is the cutoff. And it has to be done. And, and here's two Here's two reasons why. Number one, it's exactly a week, which is what producer Jay said. And number two, I'm done after that. <laughs> so Jay has to work the rest of next week. Just watch. He's going to call in sick. I'm, I'm just going out on a limb here and saying Jay's going to be sick sometime next week. It's a possibility. It is a possibility, especially since he and the family are going to visit cousins. And I just kind of feel like he's going to come down with something. So Jay is working the rest of next week with you all, unless you're on vacation as well. I will finally get to spend a, almost a week with the family. Hasn't happened, oh gosh, it hasn't happened in two years that all of us have been together. So this is a big deal. Really looking forward to it. Now, in between now and then, I only have to drive to Blacksburg, Virginia for my younger niece's college graduation Super excited that there's a Northeaster that will be accompanying me to Blacksburg, Virginia. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so I've got a lot of traveling coming up in the next couple of weeks, which means that there's uh, going to be a couple days here, a couple days there where I'm out. Jay's actually out the entire week between Christmas and New Year's, so I might call in sick that week. Wait, is it fair? You can't really call in sick during the holidays. I feel like that's cheap. You can. I mean, it's the time to do it, I'd say, if you're going to do it. No, I disagree. Why? <laughs> because the company is already stretched thin as it is Well, I with mean, people on vacation. That's not your chief concern? Um, yeah, you know. You're out. I'm not going to comment on that one. <laughs> well, silence is deafening. So anyway, I'm going to need these M&Ms to keep me company on my eight-hour drive to Blacksburg on Thursday. Yeah, I won't be here on Thursday night because I've got a, a family graduation and... My niece is like a daughter to me. They both are, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. My brother even said to me, she she wouldn't notice. Or No, she didn't say she wouldn't know. She wouldn't care if you missed it. I said, don't you dare tell me Ouch. that. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. I was like, glad you're not speaking for her. Anyway, <laughs> she's graduating in a few days, and I would not miss it for the world, even though it's going to be cold in Blacksburg in December. Uh, so anyway. That's happening this weekend. So I am not here with you on Thursday night following Niners Seahawks and won't be able to talk week 15 with you, but I will be back on Sunday night. So then I'm working Sunday night, Monday night, and I'm out until after Christmas. I come back on the Tuesday night after Christmas, right? So I'm out for a week. Jay's here for part of that time, and then he's out. And so, of course, the show will... No, I'm not going to speak it into existence. I was going to say it would stink without him, but I'm not going to say that because that's it, it's my job to make sure the show does not stink. But we want to have some Christmas goodies for you. So a couple of things. Number one, we've got our new Eminem music video. And by Eminem's, I mean actual Eminem's. I would recommend that you look at the video, even if it means you have to listen to my favorite Christmas song more than once. Watch the video before you guess. And check out the size of the jar. I promise you there are not a thousand M&Ms in here. Now, here's what's funny. 
Jay, you would think that I would have counted them when I was putting them in the jar, but I was too focused on finding all the red and green ones and then throwing in a few brown ones to look like the tree trunk, the Christmas tree trunk. So I did not count them. Right, so we don't know for sure. I honestly have no idea how many M&Ms are in here because I wasn't, that was not my chief focus, but I can promise you it's not a thousand. I I don't think it's a thousand. No, No. it's not a thousand. So don't don't go over it. But. Okay, maybe they're being fruitful and multiplying in the jar, but. I don't know. What was your guess? I haven't made my guess official yet. Oh, I'm pretty sure you gave me a guess, didn't you? Did I? On the phone? Maybe that was off the record. You have to designate it off the record before it's officially I'm just, off the I'm, record. I'm, my whole process, I'm not, you know, I need to draw out some numbers, see how they feel, see how they get out there, and then I'll make my official pick. Jay tried to convince me that he's clairvoyant, which if that's the case, Jay, it's because here's the thing. When I showed him a picture of the after hours pumpkin. Yes. What was her name? Josephine. Josephine. Oh, I already forgot her name. What does that say about me as a pumpkin owner? I'm terrible. A pumpkin owner. <laughs> I mean, we killed her. So no, you killed her. Yeah. Uh, whoa. My my stab wound was not fatal. She That's cried, debatable. but she didn't bleed. That's fatal. <laughs> anyway, it was an accident. Anyway, that's why you shouldn't give me sharp knives. Oh, that noise still haunts me. It does. It popped right through the pumpkin Ugh. rind. Oh, my gosh. And then we deserted her. In her hour of need, we left her because I couldn't deal with it. I, cu- I couldn't. I should have taken her home. From now on, I'm not providing the pumpkin. We've already been over this, but it's really traumatic every time it comes up. Okay, so when I asked Jay, I sent him a picture of the pumpkin, and I said to him, Jay... How many pounds do you think she is? His answer was? 17. Which nailed it. It was actually 17.2. Are you kidding me? And so now he thinks he's clairvoyant. Wait, what was the other thing you did? Yeah, there was something. Oh, your middle name. Uh, if you say it, if, seriously, you get fired immediately if you say it on the air. I immediately. guessed it in what? One try? You did. I gave you the first letter, and yes. you guessed it. But I still think he cheated. He will never admit it, but <laughs> I still... Possible. Because you could have seen it somewhere on an official email, on a plane ticket, on my license. In my vision, that's it. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> I mean, talk about clairvoyant. You're the one who solved Wordle in one try, I what, did, two weeks ago, last week? that was a week? really incredible guess. Yes, the proof is on social media, to be sure. Every time now, I expect it when I guess the first word. You can't. (laughs) Here's the crazy part. I I do Wordle a lot, right? I do it almost every morning. And I've only ever gotten the word in one guess that one time. And I've only gotten it in two once. But I've gotten it multiple times, like uh, probably three dozen times in three. And I've come so close within one letter of getting it in two again. I mean, two is the one time I just the odds of that happening, especially with the word that I picked. It's it's honestly unreal. I don't don't believe that happened somehow, but the picture exists, so I have to. You are you accusing me of cheating? I'm not. It's just how many five-letter words are in the alphabet? Bazillions. And and you got it. It's it's unfathomable. It is. It's unthinkable. And it happened. And I still can't believe it. You should have seen me. I started. I started cackling in my kitchen. It's, it's unreal. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not clairvoyant. I just got a lucky guess. Jay thinks he's clairvoyant because he guessed not only my middle name on the first try, whatever, I'm still rolling my eyes, because I gave him the first letter, but that, and I also told you it's it was old and unconventional. I did tell you that. I told you it's not common and it's old sounding name. 
I did tell you that. Sliding me a little bit. I, I am I definitely sliding you because I don't believe you. So then if you're super clairvoyant, smarty pants, how many M&Ms are in the jar? Looking at it, taking it in. Remember, if you open up the lid, you lose a finger. Lid will not be removed. It will not be removed. 274. Two. Unofficially. Ooh, that's an that's a cool noise. That's like um you ever play Hungry Hungry Hippos? It's like that sound. <laughs> oh, speaking of hippos, it's our theme on this show. It does kind of like hungry. It's been a long time. That's a great game. Okay. So the video is up. Uh it's is it pinned to the top of our Twitter page yet? Not yet? Not yet. Okay, so we still have a poll running, which is why that's pinned to the top of our Twitter page. Uh, but you do want to see the jar before you register a guess because you need to see the size of the jar to understand. The poll, wait, Jay, why does the poll say 20 hours left? For which one? TD of the week. Refresh. Oh, refresh. Okay. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Did you accidentally use the timing? Yeah, it still says 20 hours left. So here's the thing. That poll's not going to end anytime soon um, because because we do various uh, lengths for our polls. For instance, our game of the week poll, we do over two plus days because we started on a Thursday night and it runs till Sunday morning. Um, but this one apparently got the wrong timestamp. But it doesn't matter. It totally doesn't if matter. If I give Elon eight bucks, do you think I'll be able to change it or... No, it's got to be too late to edit that now. There's no way you can edit a poll. If I give Elon $8. Eight? That's what it costs, That's right? It. That's how it starts. This is how you get sucked in. It's how it becomes a problem. First it's 8 bucks, then it's 8000 bucks. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. All right, so do you want do you I know you're probably laughing at us, which is totally fine, but while you're doing so, will you please vote for TD of the week and then uh, on our social media, check out the Eminem music video and make sure you send your questions for Ask Amy Anything, which is now just over 20 minutes away. Before we take our break, and we're going to do QB News next, <laughs> before we take our break, did you all hear what Marlon Humphrey was talking about on Tuesday? Here's how I'm going to preface this. Ew. As in, Ew this offseason when I was trying to get back from injury I went and got some raw liver and it tasted gross I'm not gonna lie oh I just kind of tried to take some chug it with water obviously I don't look completely jacked so <laughs> it was maybe it did not work maybe it did not work he says oh but there's more he wants to follow up and give you some advice on how you should eat your liver Raw is just tough. I mean, oh. I, don't, I don't even know how to describe that. It might I just have worms. Cooked, I oh. tried to chew, but no. then it just gets pasty, like, oh. mad. Oh. Yeah. There's no way to describe it. I've never, nothing I've ever had. But I don't recommend. Well, thank God for that. Do you think he was going to say maggots? Yeah. Okay. Wait, can we hear that one again? That little snippet. So this is raw versus cooked, which just in and of itself is disgusting. Raw is just tough. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to describe that. I just tried to swallow it whole. Cooked, I tried to chew, but then it just gets pasty like mad. Ah! 
Yep. There's no way to describe it. Honestly. I've never, nothing I've ever had. But I don't recommend. Huh. Okay, that's gross. Let's never speak of this again. Ever. I don't recommend. Let's, I need, I'm going to need some M&Ms. I need to eat. I'm just going to have to lose a finger in order to get rid of that thought. Okay, here's the question. How many people actually act out there actually like liver? I've never met anyone who likes liver. Anyone. Do you know anyone who likes liver? I, I don't even think I've ever even had an opportunity to try liver. I wouldn't recommend it. It's disgusting. Really? You've it's had it? slimy. And it's just icky. Just the what it looks like. So I know you all too well. Uh, y- the look of it would keep you from trying it. I'm a texture guy, too. It's like... Plus, the way he's it, describing it. It's an organ. Yeah. Apparently, it's one of the most nutritionally dense foods on the planet, though. It looks dense, though. It's a uh, dark color. Uh, that's a horrible it, adjective for food. Yeah, no, it, it's a it's a dark color, and it it's thin and thick and brown and slimy. Are you looking at pictures of liver right now? I, I can I can read Jay's mind. I cannot see his computer, but I know what he does in these situations. So Marlon Humphrey, you are never welcome on the show, at least to not, not if you're going to talk about liver. Gross. The cornerback for the Baltimore Ravens. First place, Baltimore Ravens. All right, coming up, some QB news. It's after hours. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. With Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh my goodness, it's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. 
Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw. Looking, firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it! Touchdown! Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, Kansas City! And off to Hector again. No, Herbert keeps it. End zone. Touchdown, Chargers! Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo! Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. Yeah, yeah, you know how much we love to look at football through the eyes of our quarterbacks. But QB win should still not be a stat. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Hump Show. We're now 20 minutes away from Ask Amy Anything. So send your questions to our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. Let's begin with the ominous news. It actually does go from bad to worse for the Arizona Cardinals. Not only are they sitting on three wins, not only are they unable to win at home, regardless of the opponent. I say three wins, sorry, four wins. They're four and nine, um, and they're they're awful at home. They're one and seven in the desert. But now they've lost their star quarterback, the guy they just paid to a torn ACL. With just four weeks left in the regular season, this means that he will be out for a good chunk of next season as well. But Cliff Kingsbury is hoping, is holding out hope, that this is just a tough stretch, a difficult step, but that he'll come back the same Kyler Murray or even better. He wants to come back, you know, talking to him last night, bigger, stronger, faster than ever. And uh, I think, you know, Joe Burrow and what he's been able to do coming back from his is is encouraging uh, for Kyler. And and so, uh, like I said, he's definitely up for the challenge talking to him last night. You know, both of us heard enough this year to be highly motivated for the offseason. And I know Ah. he he will be, too. And um, those surgeries have been proven uh, recently that guys are coming back and, and faster and stronger. And I know he's he's excited about that prospect. I kept thinking Tommy John as I was hearing Cliff Kingsbury talk about it, right? Because very often pitchers come back with a stronger ligament and seem to have a little extra juice in their arms. Now, Joe Burrow's not a great example. Joe Burrow will scramble, but he's not a running quarterback. And his success is not predicated on him juking back and forth and running laterally and making plays with his legs. So I don't love that analogy. But yes, Joe Burrow came back from a torn ACL his rookie season. He was able to get back on the field, what was it, nine months later, and led the Bengals to the AFC Championship. So I hate it for Kyler. I do imagine there's plenty of motivation, though. But anytime a coach is talking about the offseason with a month left to go in the regular season, that kind of tells you volumes about what life is like for that particular franchise. There is still hope for the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC. Right now sitting on a 5-8 and eight record, tied with the Carolina Panthers, looking up at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Arthur Smith, as the head coach, is making a quarterback change. He says... The shift to rookie Desmond Ritter is performance-based. They have the second-to-worst passing offense in the entire NFL. I can't call it passing attack. They average not even 160 passing yards per game with Marcus Mariota. And get this, Mariota did not take the news of the demotion so well because apparently he has removed himself from the situation and is soon headed to IR. It had nothing to do with the, the move here, Josh, but there's, you know, 
like a lot of athletes, some chronic, nothing that's been an issue this season, but that's their prerogative. And so, you know, as this happens, you know, that's why we signed Logan on Saturday to make sure we have depth there. And we'll, you know, once that decision is made, then I'll update you, but he's not here right now. So in case, you know, just give me in full transparency. According to the athletics, Josh Kendall, Mariota has left the team with no indication of when or if he will return. So he's a little bit AWOL. Likely they'll put him on IR, though it's not about an injury. Arthur Smith is saying it's just chronic pain. It's not something that's been an issue at any point this season. It's just some chronic knee pain he's dealing with. And so the change at quarterback did not sit well with Mariota. And one more thing. So maybe there's a piece of this, too. Mariota wasn't in the building because his wife went into labor with their first child. Uh, this was a couple days ago. So potentially there's some of that. But it, it sounds as though he's not with the team for, for the purposes of maybe protesting the quarterback change. So in the NFC South, as I mentioned, Panthers and Falcons are poised Though still looking up at the Buccaneers who failed to make any type of distance or a headway atop this division that they've dominated the last couple of years, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers were smashed to smithereens by the San Francisco 49ers. And sorry, for a I was thinking LA, uh, by the Niners. And it was 35 nothing. Even as Brady's throwing a pair of interceptions, (laughs) one of those coming from Dre Greenlaw, and you may have seen it, Brady signed the football when Greenlaw brought it up to him post-game and was asked about it on his podcast with Jim Gray. Dre Greenlaw came up to you and asked you to sign the football for an interception, and you had done that with Brandon Eccles a year ago, and you said, I'm not signing any more mistakes. And yet this wow. yet this young man was so excited. He said, you're the greatest yeah. ever. This is the biggest moment, yeah. in essence, of my life. And you signed the ball. Uh, tell us about that moment, what it was for you, what it was like for you, Tommy. Yeah, it was shit for me, to be honest. It was complete <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I tried to be a gentleman. No, it was actually, he's a, yeah, I mean, look. It was a great play he made. I'm happy he's got the ball. I wish I didn't throw it, but I'm trying to be a good sport. Because a lot of times I'm not a good sport. I could be a pretty bad sport. And so in the moment when they get me in the right frame of mind, I'm actually a good sport. So uh, I try to be a good sport. Well, not telling us anything we didn't know about how he's very often not a good sport. He definitely is a sore loser. But I like his sense of humor. It was complete bleep for me signing the football that Greenlaw brought up to me. That's the Let's Go podcast. And actually, Brady shared that video clip. Uh, of him talking about that moment. And it's a shadow box with he and Gray, as well as Tracy Morgan and Adam Sandler, who were part of their podcast this week. So as cranky as Brady was, you heard the reports that he got on the team playing without showering. Let's get the bleep out of here. I don't know if that means anybody else was allowed to shower or what, since he is the captain uh, and, and what he says goes. 
But yeah, he had to laugh a little bit because Adam Sandler and Tracy Morgan were on the podcast. I hope, <laughs> hope he had showered by then. Uh, so you can check out that clip on his Twitter. But we were able to pull the audio. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on uh, CBS Sports Radio with some QB news, our hump show. It's not just the Buccaneers who failed to find any forward momentum. We talked about the Falcons. The Panthers are probably the hottest team in the NFC South. The NFC East has got a little of that going on as well. You've got the Eagles and Cowboys that have won four straight each. And then you've got the Giants, who are still a playoff team, but have dropped six of their last seven. Though first-year head coach Brian Dayball says this is not on quarterback Daniel Jones. He's been playing... And I think he's been nice job um, really since we got here um, in the pocket, taking care of the football, making the right decisions. So Dayball continues to defend his quarterback. And certainly this is a problem for the entire team to have to try to deal with. Um, but their last games or th- well, this next stretch of games for them is against the NFC East. Um, so you think about, the other three teams, I talked about the four-game win streaks for Eagles and Cowboys, but then the Commanders, who tied with the Giants before their bye, had won six of seven games before that. So the other three teams in the East, or the NFC Beast, as I like to call it, they are locked in, except for that dirty tie. Um, and the Giants are the ones who faded to the basement, and they are going the wrong direction. Yeah, so they've now dropped, as I say, Six of their last, well, they failed to win in six of their last seven. And they, it did feel like a loss against the Commanders, but I guess technically it was not. All right, a little bit more here. Speaking of teams going the wrong way, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, they're still technically alive for the playoffs, which means there's something to fight for. We had a lot to play for, but we also need some help. We can't control that part. Um, but we got three or four, three out of four at home. And we obviously always expect to win our home games and definitely expect to win once once the weather turns. So, you know, get this get this one and then got a warm weather game in, in Miami and, and then things could start to get interesting. You definitely have to keep optimism and continue to play as though there's something on the line. And he's right. After the win against the Bears, the Packers have kept their hopes on life support. Uh, this is the situation, though. There are other teams in the NFC right now that have winning records, enough that they are on the outside looking in. So even as the Green Bay Packers uh, this weekend host the Los Angeles Rams, they hope the weather will be on their side. Um, They're going to need other teams to slide backward. Could that be the Giants? I don't know. Uh, Could it be the Seahawks, who also appear to be going the wrong way? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Just a little taste of QB news. Uh, We'll dive into this upcoming Week 15 schedule a little more on our next show. But I've got to go record my CBS Sports Minute, and you have to send your last-minute questions for Ask Amy Anything, which is straight ahead. Hippos, anything to do with hippos, we're all in. Uh, So on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page, After hours with Amy Lawrence. Also, I just got this tweet. I love liver sautéed with onions and peppers. (laughs) Thank you, Marlon Humphrey. I cannot get that thought out of my head. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. show you get the chance to ask amy anything we'll take this up toward the top of the hour and then we'll get back to the wild emotional swings in the sports world on tuesday man the highest of highs and some really deep lows as well we're glad to connect with you on the show i know many of you are weighing in on social media we've had nearly a thousand responses already to the number of M&Ms in the Christmas mason jar. So check out the video. Don't guess until you look at the video because you won't know the size of the jar. But it's on our Twitter, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. And, well, while Jay is on his Christmas vacation, I guess he'll be... Actually, while I'm on my Christmas vacation, he will be counting the number of responses we got. And also, he'll be counting the number of M&Ms in this jar. Because that's up to you, Jay. I put them in there. You got to get them out. Can I eat them as I'm counting them? Not until you're completely done and you've counted twice at least. Oh. You have to check your work, Jay. This is important. This is after hours swag. Right. And I just, I have the feeling that you might make a mistake. Might. Might. Always check your work. Spoken like a true accountant. All, that's me. Always check your work. So you have to count them at least twice. I recommend putting them in groups of 10. Yeah, that, that was going to be my approach, I think. Okay, Something cool. Like that. Maybe 20. So you can ask Amy anything except how many M&Ms are in the jar. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Jay. Well, actually, we're going to start with a question based on our M&M music, con- video? Con- music video contest. <laughs> <laughs> so Kent wants to know, he's curious, how do you think your mom would attempt to solve this M&M mystery puzzle? Because she's a math teacher, loves numbers, puzzles. Yes, she probably would count the number of M&Ms that are stacked on one side of the jar, then attempt to multiply that by the number of rows, and then in addition, look at the bottom of the jar and see how many columns of M&Ms are in the middle of the ones on the outside, you know, that, that fill up the jar. So I, she'd probably try some type of multiplication tables. Actually, a, a complex multiplication problem with actually two multiplication problems and then you have to put them together. That actually sounds like a pretty solid way to do it. Yes. I like that. In fact, I might try it. All right, moving on to some Christmas theme here a little bit. Baking Christmas food. 
David first starts, he says, safe travels to Virginia. Thank you. And he asked, have you started your Christmas cookie baking yet? Will you be taking some on your trip? And how many different types of cookies will you be baking? Jay, have I started my Christmas baking yet? I would say you have. (laughs) Yes. In fact, last weekend was the launch to my Christmas baking season. I do it with one big day, usually. And uh, over the weekend, I did a couple of old favorites. So snowball cookies. Jay got his first taste of snowballs. I don't even know how he can call himself Italian if he's never had snowball cookies. But he got his first taste of snowballs. In addition to that, I made one of my standard favorites that everyone loves, the oatmeal caramel chewy bars. Ooh, they came out, they came out so good. The, the caramel is is still drippy. It's, it's amazing. Um, and then... I tried a new recipe for mocha cinnamon blondies. I have never cooked with instant coffee granules before. I've never baked anything mocha. This is my first try. It was so, my entire kitchen smelled like cinnamon rolls. Because I I love cinnamon. And they are amazing. They have a layer of nuts and chocolate chips in the bottom that kind of form the base of these blondies. You tried them with ice cream. I did not. I just had one warmed up and it was phenomenal. What? Cause it's kind of spongy. It's almost, you said it's almost like a muffin. Like a muffin. Yeah, that's what I got. How that. was it with the ice cream? Good, but honestly, it didn't really even need it. I mean, it was, of course, I've, every ice cream makes things good. Like, it's not going to be bad with the ice cream, but I kind of liked, I preferred it almost without it because it had so much flavors going for it already and the texture, but it didn't even really need it. Thanks, Jay. This is why I feed him my baked goods. Uh, I also have reindeer chow, which is essentially a Chex Mix covered with white chocolate and sprinkles. That's kind of a hand food. And then island cookies, which were Jay's request. So island cookies are coconut, chocolate chip, and walnut. Coconut, chocolate chip, and pecan, something like that. Um, And then there's one more that I might make when I get to my family's. But yes, I am taking some with me because my niece loves my baked goods and it's her graduation this weekend. Here's a follow-up to the baking question with the cookies. Eric wants to know, what kind of chocolate do you use when you bake? Generally semi-sweet chocolate chips, but I've also used milk chocolate, dark chocolate, oatmeal butterscotch cookies require the butterscotch chips. It's not really chocolate, but butterscotch chips. And then my favorite is white chocolate. Anything that I can make with white chocolate, I do. And the reindeer chow will be white chocolate. We'll stay with food here for a second. Alan, I don't think we ever got this one before. Alan asks, how do you like your eggs? Well, there there isn't a... The only type of egg I don't like is poached egg. I'll eat any other kind of egg. I really, really, really love egg, scrambled eggs, like a big omelet folded over shredded cheese, generally mozz, although sometimes provolone, wrapped in a carb... Well, a low-carb burrito, so a, a whole wheat carb free, well, it's not really carb-free, a whole wheat, low-carb wrap, a, a tortilla, a burrito wrap, whatever it is. That's my favorite. And now I'm hungry. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll go to a Christmas one here. Phil, he gives you a But I really like of- omelets. Okay. Anything. I'll take anything that's eggs except for poached. I just want to add that because I love eggs. So Phil gives you an option of five popular Christmas movies. Okay. He wants to know out of these five, which one is your favorite? Okay. So we got Polar Express, Home Alone, one, The Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Elf. 
Okay, I love Tom Hanks. He's my absolute favorite actor on the planet, but Polar Express gets to be a bit much after a while. It was cute the first time. I don't think I need to watch it again. It's their eyes, I'm telling you. Oh, it's just the fact that it, yeah, it's just, it's, Dead eyes on it's cute, animation. but I just, one time. Uh, I don't really love Elf, sorry. I, I do think Will Ferrell, that's the Will Ferrell, right? I do think he's brilliant in his comedy, but I'm just, it's not really my type of thing. Um, let's see, why isn't Die Hard in there? Well, that's a follow-up question. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever that was is definitely not my alley. Uh, so I would say Home Alone is my fave, though I do also love... The Grinch, especially we're talking the Jim Carrey version, but either version. But you know, the, the original cartoon's only like 20 minutes or something. It's really short. So I like The Grinch with Jim Carrey. And also, you did not include National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is, we laugh so hard in my family with that every year. It's like we've got it memorized and we still laugh. So Matthew did ask, is Die Hard a Christmas movie, I guess? Yes. And TJ wants to know, what's your favorite holiday movie or TV special of all time? Well, this isn't going to sound like a TV or a Christmas one, I'm sorry, but it always aired in, like, on network TV. This is how I first saw it at Christmas time in December, so this is why I say it. Uh, the Sound of Music, weirdly enough, always aired then. But also, you know what else did? Um... Wizard of Oz usually aired around Christmas, too. So it's funny because I associate those with Christmas, even though they're not really Christmas movies. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the holiday music specials. So this coming weekend, uh, the family, there's nine of us, we're going to see Handel's Messiah performed at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., downtown D.C. So if we're talking performances or any type of, uh, you know, a show, that would be tops on my list and then the if you've never seen it the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular at Radio City Music Hall is amazing they have live animals as in a camel there's a camel that walks out on the stage have you never seen it no I've actually never seen it hey it's phenomenal it's not just the Rockettes it's it's this entire humongous production with animals, with music, with a band, with choirs, with singing. And in addition to that, they do all these incredible, I mean, the Rockettes are incredible, right? It's not just the kicking. They do all they do all kinds of tricks. It's phenomenal. I, could, I memorized the commercial. I've been hearing it for my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> in the You've New York never area. I've never seen gone. it? No, I've never gone. Oh, my gosh. It was my mom's bucket list item in New York. And so two years ago, we went and or 2019 sorry we went and we were just blown away the whole thing was amazing that's your christmas present next year just so you the know. rockettes yeah so don't go see it in between now and then please all right i'll try not to <laughs> so speaking of new york and the holidays mm -hmm. perry asked have you ever been to new to new year's eve at times square yes but when i was in high school not since i've been here living in the New York area for the last 10 years. Now I avoid it like the plague or as is typically the case, I'm working. <laughs> I never take New Year's off because I don't generally do anything. Now this year, New Year's Eve is on a Saturday. So I will be working leading up to New Year's Eve. And then Sunday, New Year's Day is a football Sunday. So I'm not taking that off. So yeah, it's, it's the second to last weekend of the NFL season, which is why I never take it off. But also I'm just not a yeah, I'm not really a New Year's Eve person. It's such a big football time that I'm generally working. Uh, also, New Year's Eve is the college football playoff this year, the national semifinals. So Jay will not be around, but I will be here. Don't you worry. I think I will be here on New Year's Eve, actually. New Year's Eve is a Saturday. New Year's Day. Yeah. All right, anyway, last one here before rapid fire. David wants to know, if you were to be interviewed about your career so far, who would you want to be interviewed by? 
Who would I want to be interviewed by? Right. Wow. Wow. That's cool. Um, I mean, I think the standard answer would be Oprah, but that's actually not my answer. I think I would prefer an Andrea Kramer, who's such an incredible storyteller. One of the other women in this business that went before me, even with an earlier timetable, and had to fight through a lot of the challenges that females in this business have. So I would say an Andrea Kramer or... Gosh, who are some of the other incredible women? Pam Oliver, she's still working sidelines. Not really an interviewer, though she does interviews. Um, Love Leslie Visser, Hannah Storm. So one of the other iconic women in our business. Close it out here with some rapid fire. Rhino or elephant? Elephant. Deep dish or thin crust pizza? Thin crust. Hogwarts or Narnia? Narnia. Love Narnia. (laughs) Jeans or sweatpants? Well, during the pandemic, jeans were dress up, but I'll say sweatpants. It's my jam. Hard shell or soft shell taco? Soft, always. Antique or new furniture? Uh, Hand-me-downs. Cheap. Free. (laughs) Last one here. Cold shower on a hot day or hot shower on a cold day? Oh, the latter. Give me cold weather, blankets, sweatpants, slippers, hot shower, anytime. If I had to pick extreme heat or extreme cold for the rest of my life, it would be extreme cold. I don't want to pick that, but it would be. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 